to the next page Flip turn to the next chapter Flip turn to the next day Flip turn to the next one Welcome to Life on 11 Podcast. I'm Destiny. And I'm Xavier Quarterman. Welcome to episode 11. Well, we're in a couple couple weeks into January here. Yeah, Life on 11, episode 11. Hey, that makes sense. Isn't that cool? That's kind of cool. <laughs> so how's January been for you, though? It's been good. I mean, good and bad. It's kind of a little better, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's had its highs and lows, but you know, like I said in the last episode, it's going to be a great year. Yeah same it's been like you said it's been a lot of highs and lows but i think because of the highs and lows it's gonna be a productive year you mm-hmm. know it's not like super bland and like nothing. Yeah. it's been very challenging but in a way i think that could be productive so i'm nice. excited for that i think they're gonna like this week's topic um which is we're talking about dating single and dating married yeah which you don't hear about dating married so i think that's gonna be a cool plug-in that we have there yeah so we can start with like your weirdest dating experience all right let's see if i can even get this out um, <laughs> no names <laughs> so this one per- plan yeah so i was talking to this person at the time we went to the movies all right, well we went to eat something first we went to eat something i didn't have any gum i need you to keep that in mind uh we went to eat, we went out to eat and then we went to the movies and so we're watching the movie and she's like laying on my chest, like right here. And I like look I can down. demonstrate after. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. And I look I look down and I can like see her like looking up at me. Like I'm like, oh shoot, this girl wants to like kiss me or something. Like she wants to kiss. But I'm like, my breath is hot. Probably smell like garlic or something. <laughs> my breath was so hot. <laughs> so I started trying to breathe in cool air to my right. So I'm like, <laughs> trying to get my breath not to be as hot <laughs> and uh yeah it never my breath never cooled down it remained hot so it was just awkward <laughs> oh seeing her like God. look up at me like like a baby chick or something <laughs> like it's just turn around like feeding her or something <laughs> so, yeah oh, that God. was that was really awkward <laughs> that's cool yeah it ended real quick <laughs> what about you um I think for me it was like, like prom night. I had we went to eat. Well, me and my prom day, we went to eat, and his mom drove us to wherever we were eating, and she stayed in the car <laughs> at the restaurant we were at. So I just felt like we were being watched the whole time. <laughs> so it was just like weird. Like we didn't even like hold hands or like do anything because it was just like <laughs> we were just like this. Undercover cop. And yeah. I was like looking outside and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Yeah, binoculars. Yeah. It was a little weird, but you know. Yeah. So, well, let's, let's talk about that because now we're talking about, you're talking about high school. You graduated 2016. Mm-hmm. I graduated 2014. And so technology was a little bit different, you know, than it is now. Not a whole lot, but in another way, a whole lot. Yeah. So what back then, what would you say is the difference you would say dating back then? I know technology was a big thing. Um, um I think like back then I mean I don't remember much phone because we saw each other every day basically at school. Yeah. In like high school, like you I saw whoever I was with a lot. Yeah. Like in between classes we would meet, like for lunch, if we had the same lunch or like after school, before school, yeah. Um, we would hang out like on the weekend. So it was like we would text like when we weren't at school, but like it was mostly like in person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think we same for me. Like we had the Snapchats. We had the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. We had the Facebook, but <clears throat> I don't know if it was as heavily used as it is now yeah you know what i'm saying like similar to you it was like okay we text we facetimed or uvu'd 
Uvu. Oh my or god. Skype. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that with my two best friends. We used to Uvu all the time. Yeah, I remember Uvu. No, 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 no. I used to love that noise. No, 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 no. I used to get excited. But um, yeah, so it wasn't as heavily used. So like you said, it was like, well, we're going to meet up. I remember like I had to meet my girlfriend after school at this one spot just mm-hmm. so we could say bye. Like we had to walk to certain classes. In fact, when I dated this girl in sixth grade, us dating was just <laughs> hugging before this one class. That was it. Like we didn't talk. It was just like. I'm sorry. You said sixth grade. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with sixth You act like like that was like, you gonna marry this girl. (laughs) What's wrong with sixth grade? Don't make fun of my sixth grade dating life. I dated in sixth grade. It was serious. All right. (laughs) Yeah. I never forget this one time. I used to chew on Capri Sun straws. Mm-hmm. And so one time I went to hug her. <laughs> I remember you telling me this story. <laughs> and my Capri Sun straw like scraped, scraped her scalp. <laughs> Ew. Like, like spit probably got on her forehead and stuff. I'm, I'm surprised her scalp didn't bleed. I remember like, <laughs> it was like slow too. It was like, I was like trying to like, like trying to hug her. Like. <laughs> yeah. Funny. So yeah, I, I think, and I don't know if that's a post COVID thing or like COVID put us all in a mode where we're more, um, we're more heavily leaning on our phones and social media and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. And we'll get into that later, but, um, but yeah, I could definitely see that. It was like, I don't remember a phone being, you know, the main way of communication yeah. and talking to people. So I think there's a lot to unpack. So we've had, so let's go deeper into like, um, social media and like dating. Mm-hmm. And how it is now, yeah. the era of dating, social media, and DMing, and Snapchat, and TikTok, and all that. Yeah. So, what do you think about it? I mean, I know you've had conversations this week mm. about it with some people, so. Yeah, I got to talk to a couple of people, and I just kind of asked them, like, freely, like, hey, what is, uh, if you can express the dating world right now, you know, what would that be? And I think the common theme from all of them was um, communication. It's like everything is done, you know, you either slide into DMs, you know, or you either Snapchat. It's like you barely even like talk on the phone. It's just kind of like we just want to Snapchat, DM. Mm -hmm. And then there's, you know, you FaceTime and talk on the phone and stuff like that. But I think the point is all of that is absent of real, you know, face-to-face connection. Yeah. In fact, I read something today that, um, females are more likely to read your body language more than what you're saying. Mm. So like you, you kind of lose some of those, you know, interactions. I know when I was younger, I don't know if you ever had this experience, but talking on the house phone. No. Never talked on the house phone. Mm-mm. Never had a cordless phone. I mean, I've had one. I never, like when I lived with my grandma, they had one, but I never used it. Yeah. But that was like really rare. Like, and you had to call after nine because that's when the minutes were free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's all we kind of had. And then MySpace came along. But now we do have, you know, like I said, and then sometimes we just want to get your name mm-hmm. so that we can just look you up and then see if we like you. See if what you like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> mm, like how is she? I miss, or how is he? Whatever. And then that kind of eliminates you from even getting to know the person at all. Like you just, you know, technically swipe left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think like it's tough because we we started through a DM, mm-hmm. but we then later, not even later, like like a few days later, yeah, yeah. we talked in person. We went to the same church, so it was like mm-hmm. we didn't have that like DMing for months without seeing each other. Catfish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like I don't know. Like I can't imagine like not being able to talk face to face. Yeah. Like you were right. Like I like to read body language to see mm-hmm. like if you're really listening to what I'm saying. Like if you're texting and you like if you're talking about something like deep or something. Like how do I know like you really yeah. care or if you're really listening or hear yeah. me? So like I like that face to face. Yeah. Um. Like interaction. Mm-hmm. So like I think it's just tough. Yeah. Another thing I heard was too that men don't 
approach women anymore and you know mm. try to get to know them in person yeah you know it's always like you're like somewhere and they like see you and then they find out your name they see you and be like hey like i just saw you and yeah. then they didn't say nothing <laughs> message look to your left <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like i wonder i wonder is that a thing where us as you know as men or males in this generation have become accustomed to hiding behind a screen when it comes to approaching a young lady that we're drawn to because we don't want to be rejected or because it's mm. easier, you know, or because it's like, it's not as terrifying, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, like I can, I can see that happening because I remember when I was younger, like probably my freshman year, um, there was a girl that I had a crush on, but I didn't, I was scared to like ask her out. Like I always found out. I told you that. Mm-hmm. Always found out somehow, some way. I never just put myself out there. You're really the only person I just like put myself way out there. Like, hey, yeah. I know we're friends. I think you're my wife, you know. Like <laughs> Yeah. That was scary. And I wish I had more courage like that before. But I wonder, does it cater to that? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can just, you know, hit her up on Instagram or find her name or you know, go through that whole, and then you got some people, I don't know if you know any people like this, but there's some people that can like find anybody. Yeah. Like they're, they're really real great stalkers. Yeah. They're really good stalkers. <laughs> I don't know. Some people, you find anybody. Yeah. They're really good at that junk. So what do you think about the apps? Like, I, I, I don't know if you've ever been on an app before. Like a dating app? Yeah. Yeah. I never tried a dating app. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I know swipe left and right, but I don't really. <laughs> Maybe that's just in movies. I don't really know how it works, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't. I used to watch like, my friends going on it for fun. <laughs> oh. But I, I think the interesting thing with apps is that you get to just put in your bio and stuff like that what you want people to know. Yeah, that's true. And then. And like what you want the person to see, like a picture. Yeah. And then, I don't, I don't know if I like the idea of everyone just being a swipe. I mean, I get it. Yeah. But like every if you think of everyone having a story like like if I just would have saw a picture of you, I'm like, oh, she's beautiful. And then swipe left. Mm-hmm. These last almost four years, I learned so much about you and I'm continuing yeah. to learn about you. I wonder, like, if you keep swiping, you don't like anybody. Like, does everybody start looking the same? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're on it for so long. Like, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, that's true. I just thought about that. But what part of your like. What part of your brain are you, like, working? Yeah. Like, you're just choosing, like, what are you looking for? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you really looking for when you're swiping like that? Mm -hmm. Like, it's really, I I find that very difficult. Yeah. Because you could, you possibly can swipe past, like, your husband or your wife because. (laughs) Yeah. Or because the nose was a little big or something. Mm -hmm. You swiped, but they could have been amazing, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just another obstacle that, you know. It is what it is, and but that's something we know we work through, mm-hmm. our generation's working through. But I think at the end of the day, like nothing beats face to face. Yeah, I I agree. Like I know uh, going back a little, like when I was in college, Snapchat was like huge. Mm-hmm. Like there was probably other things, but I know for me, I use Snapchat a lot, and that's like it was basically my iMessage. Like yeah. <laughs> I would be texting on there. Mm-hmm. Everything was on there. So like. Yeah, it was just, like, weird to be, like, on an app when yeah. you have, like, a text message app, but you don't use it or, like... <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's a good point. Yeah. We have texting, but now we have four or five other yeah forms of doing that again. And I know Snapchat, you could take pictures and, like, videos, and so that was, like, big, too, like, for yeah. crazy things to happen, <laughs> so... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've seen and heard some stories about that, that stuff. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, I was I was uh, reading a book earlier today, and I got to finish it. Strong fathers, strong daughters, and it's talking about having a teenage daughter, or not even teenage, having a daughter as she grows up, and she's in a technological world more than we were. Mm-hmm. He was saying, just imagine like your daughter wakes up, she watches TV, she gets on her phone, texts a friend. That's like an hour goes by, but she's still alone. And then she gets on a group chat, video chat. She talks to some friends, but she's still in the room alone. Mm. 
And then she gets off that chat and then she calls a friend and then recaps what they talk about in the group chat and she's still alone. And it just went through these layers of maybe a course of a couple hours that a teenager was harmlessly interacting with people. Yeah. But the whole time she was alone. Mm. And I think maybe that is what the dating world is like struggling with right now. Yeah. Is that you're interacting with so many people. You're interacting so much, but through all of it, you're still alone. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I mm. agree with you. Like learning to just have that, that face-to-face interaction, I think just gives off the best results. So talking about like face-to-face interaction, like how important do you think it is? I think it's really important. Like you learn a lot about a person's body language, you know, like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think it, even on a biological level, just stuff happens with our brains and our bodies. It's just, we're built for that. Yeah. Like I was thinking early when I was driving, like, like when it comes to mental health, like anxiety, depression, and all the things we deal with, I think one of the reasons that we struggle in this time that with those things is because we're putting our brains through a lot of activity without actually experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Right. So like I get on Instagram and I can interact with so many different people, especially with that little little bubble thing now in your DMs. Oh, yeah. You interact with that. But yet you probably haven't seen anybody all day. Mm -hmm. So your brain is interacting as if you're interacting with people. But in reality, your body hasn't experienced any type of interaction. Like, yeah, they say a hug reduces blood pressure and they say that eye contact reduces stress like. Mm-hmm. kissing like they say couples when you come home kiss for at least six seconds because there's stuff that happens biologically like when you hold hands like there's just so many things when it comes to yeah. touch interaction that we have the interaction but our bodies don't get that experience and um so i think it's important especially when it comes to when you're dating or who you're going to spend your life with whatever so yeah so like the whole six seconds kissing thing, I expect that now. God. Yeah, I saw a post on it. Like <laughs> probably before we started, I saw a post. It was saying kiss in front of your kids. Yeah. Because it helps your kids' um, cog- cognitive development and their IQ when mm-hmm. they see two of their parents kissing. I don't know how that works, but it does. It gives. Yeah. Remember, we were just sitting here like on the floor mm-hmm. watching TV when you were cooking and like. We were like cuddled up on the floor and you saw Zalea run to us. And she's just like, <laughs> yeah, you can see her register, bleh, registering, <laughs> you know, like us being together. Yeah. Which I see that whenever we hug, even Duke, whenever we hug, mm-hmm. they both just like run over. Like, yeah, I want to get in on this, mm-hmm. you know, and they, yeah. So they say always kiss your spouse first. Yeah. Before you kiss the kids, which I think I do a pretty good job of that. Yeah, you do. I don't ever just run in like Zalea, Duke. Yeah. I always try to be like, kiss you first. <laughs> But they say try to make that kiss six seconds long. Okay. I've finished reading the post on why, but. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the whole face-to-face thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it because when you're in person with someone, you get to know their personality instead yeah. of just seeing what they look like. Yeah. You know, because somebody can look good on the outside, but like, how's their heart? Like, how's yeah. their mind? Like, are mm-hmm. they like mature? Like, how yeah. do they think? So I like that. I like to know like how your mind works or like, what are you thinking? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And yeah, I like the whole, I think it's important, honestly. Yeah. If you really want to like get to know someone. Yeah. (laughs) Like ask them a hard question in person and see how they react. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of through text. You ever seen a person like pictures of a person and then you see a video of them and it's like, oh, nah. Yeah. Like just movement, how they talk was completely <laughs> different. Yeah. Like it could be like, oh man, he's cool. And he's like, so guys, I just, you know, the day. Like they talk and it's like totally different. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's, There's nothing wrong with talking like that, but yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it, the voice doesn't match what you thought. And yeah. If you yeah. talk like that, it's fine. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, like, and we can even get into like filters. Mm. Like, there's sometimes like I, you know, you see people's posts and it's like, or their story, and it's like, man, like you know, they're handsome or they're attractive, but you don't know that they took three hours to took take that picture. Mm-hmm. It's been edited. It's a filter, and like it's been like how insecure they were trying to get that picture to look perfect. 
Yeah, I know like a lot of people, specifically like women that like get apps that make them look skinnier or make their butt look bigger mm-hmm. or like make them look curvier or skinnier. Like whatever, they can just do anything. Yeah. And that's what the picture looks like. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. But yeah. <laughs> and then in real life, they're like popsicle stick. <laughs> I don't want to like comment on anybody's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like people yeah, yeah, can yeah. do that. Yeah. And it's just crazy to me that you yeah. can do that. Yeah, it is. 100%. So yeah. yeah. Then like we on the online dating generation, like we now have that obstacle mm-hmm. of, okay, I met this person online, but do they really look like this? Yeah. That's scary. Like I remember going to high school. Um, I'm trying to be less, as less specific because mm-hmm. I don't want people to figure it out, but it was a girl I was cool with. We were in a musical class. <laughs> they already know who it is. No, they don't. <laughs> DP had a big band. All right. <laughs> But we worked together in the musical class <laughs> and she was a very nervous, like she didn't really, like, she was very nervous around a lot of people. She was, she was really quiet to herself and she was younger than me. So I like always would try to help her cause she was always like struggling. And then like, I will see her on Instagram and she's like this like popular, like model. Like she took pictures, like she was a model and like mm-hmm. wore tight clothes but at school, she wore really big clothes mm. and she was nervous and she didn't talk to people. Mm. But she was like this. You know, wow, that's yeah. interesting. And so I was like, I always looked at him like, man, like that like kind of confused me. I'm like, I, you dress like Billie Eilish at, at school. But like you like posting, you know, nothing wrong bathing suit pics. I'm not calling out, but I'm saying like in contrast to what I see where you're a lot more revealing online. Mm-hmm. And so I was like. I always saw that and I'm like, I think back now and I'm like, man, that is a big obstacle. I think that you should have asked her. I should have. I mean, I'm curious. I didn't care at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I noticed and I, I can't imagine how many people have that battle with online. I, I can be this. Mm. It's easier to be this. Yeah. And in person, like I'm, I'm too shy. I'm too scared. Mm hmm. So how do you like, how do you decipher that thing with those things when you're trying to date? You know what I'm saying? That's tough. Yeah. That's really difficult. So I want to get into the whole social media, like how they give advice about relationships and mm-hmm. what you should and shouldn't do. Yeah. Um, it puts a lot of pressure on people, mm-hmm. I feel like. So I got a question this week. Um, uh, this person texted me and she was like, I saw this quote and it's like, She was confused about it, so she wanted my advice on it. So the quote said, you shouldn't have to tell a man how to treat you. The right man will know how to do it. Mm. And for me, I was like, well, that puts a lot of pressure on the man, first of all. Yeah. And it makes the man feel like he has to be perfect and read your mind, which is impossible. Yeah. So, like, I don't really agree with that quote. Because how else is he supposed to know what you like and don't like? Yeah. Um, See, like, what do you think? Yeah, I think, and this is coming from us to you guys, like, as, like, something we apply. And this is a gem if you apply it. Mm -hmm. Do not get your life advice from social media. Like, even the other week I, I told you, like, on my explore page, there was, like, six signs that you know she's the one or mm-hmm. seven seven ways to be a better husband it's like all the all this yeah advice. there was and, one that said uh six six things a man that's cheating will do god and it's like what if you're doing one but yeah. you're not cheating yeah it's like then that lies in my head and and think about it when you're scrolling are you really in a place to receive life advice yeah you're not <laughs> You're just not like, and there's times I come across good, there's, mind you, there's some good stuff out there, but there's never been a time where I effectively gotten advice from scrolling. I'm like, oh, wow, that one quote I saw and it changed my life. Mm-hmm. The advice you want to get is like, find people around you who are successful in a relationship or whatever you want to do. Like, get it that way. Find people you trust and you know are reliable and wise mm-hmm. in that area. 
and ask them questions. Talk to your friends, like, but don't like just scrolling and then all this life advice. Like it gives you anxiety. It like makes you anxious because if it's a standard you can't meet or if it's something that's unattainable or feels unattainable, now you like feel like you're failing. Yeah. Or like you should be married by this age or if you're not doing this at this age, then you're missing out or Mm -hmm. you shouldn't get married. It's like, yeah, don't. And same for TikTok that I love TikTok. I don't have it, but I love it. I'm sorry. I don't hate it, (laughs) but I I just don't like it. Like the commercial said, um, learned it from TikTok first. I forgot what the commercial said, but it was like, learned it from TikTok. TikTok made me buy it. Yeah. TikTok taught me or something like that. Yeah. And sometimes we get like, we're in a couple group chats and it's like, oh, the world's coming to an end. They send us a video from TikTok. I was like, why is TikTok your <laughs> source? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm ranting right now, but I, yeah, I just, I'm passionate about that. Like, don't make social media your source. If you want advice on something, like seek someone out mm-hmm. or find a book or something. I'd rather you find a book on someone who specializes in it than to just be like, oh, your, your husband's cheating if he's looking at the wall right now. You turn and I'm staring at the wall. And now our marriage is over. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Take it. So ah. the quote, I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. how do you feel about it? You shouldn't have to tell a man how to treat you. The right man will know how to do it. What do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that either. And the reason I say that is because it's not so much um, that a man should know how to treat you. But I think ultimately men will always treat a woman how they want to be treated. And so if you don't treat yourself with respect and he doesn't respect you, you won't get mad at him. Because now you're expecting him to treat you better than you treat yourself. Mm. And so essentially it kind of goes back to you. But on the other end, you need to, one, you have to carry, he's going to treat you how you choose to carry yourself. So you're telling me, you told me how to treat you Mm -hmm. because I saw how you treated yourself. You know, so one, you told me, you told me that. And then the other layer of that is you communicated what were our terms of this relationship? What do you expect of me and what I expect of you? Mm -hmm. And what do we expect of each other? Yeah. And Three years in, and we're going to be 53 years in, and we're still going to be talking about this, mm-hmm. that there's things like your love language change. Yeah. You would have thought, I known that I need to touch you more. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So three years into marriage, we had to, con- had to have a conversation. Hey, babe, I want to be touched more. You're, yeah. you're telling me how to treat you. And I'm going to constantly know that. And now the first, with the first year, and even now sometimes, um, one of us can expect something from each other and it's not communicated mm-hmm. and we're like recording it in our minds. And then, you know, we get into it or argued and it all comes out. I'm like, dang, <laughs> I didn't even know you was like riding me that way like that. So no, I, I disagree with that. Yeah. That phrase. I mean, the right man will, will um, want to do mm-hmm. those things. He would want to respect you. Like if you respect yourself and, like, if you need uh, this, this, or that, like, love languages, he'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, I can do that for you. Like, he'll want to yeah. do that stuff. So, Yeah, you said, yeah. I, I think the way I just heard you say that was the right man will want to learn how to treat you. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Thanks. Yeah, that's good. No, you, mm-hmm. you said it. The right man will want to learn how to treat you. Because some women don't want, you don't want me to, like, carry you around and fluff you. Like, some people don't want that. Yeah. And some people do. And so, essentially, yeah, you have to. Be willing to learn that stuff. And for the guys, the right woman would learn. Yeah. Learn that as well. Yeah. Want to learn that as well for you. So. Yeah. hundred percent. So one of the things I think that can leave and has left a long trail of heartbreak when it comes to dating is the fact that we aren't that good at stating our intentions up front. Right. Like we see the scenario where like, They meet, um, they hang out, they talk, they grow really close, they end up sleeping together, end up saying, I love you. And then all of a sudden something switches and it's like, he's not answering my calls or she's not answering my calls or she's treating me differently. He's treating me differently. Or when we got serious, he, he disappeared or she disappeared. And I think that theme is that intentions weren't 
stated up front. So mm-hmm. she was picking up something that, oh, okay, like we're working towards marriage, we're working towards a relationship. And in his mind, he was like, I'm not really ready for that. Yeah. And so now that you gave all of this and he wasn't ready for that, now like there's hurt mm-hmm. and vice versa. And so I think the common thing is like when we're dating, it's important that we just state our intentions up front. And I talked to a couple of friends and that was the same thing. Like, yeah, if we were to say, Hey, like I'm dating to marry or, Hey, I don't want anything serious. Like right up front, like not after we get drunk and sleep together, not after you introduce it to my mm-hmm. parents, not after I say, I love you. Like, like right off the bat, like, what do you think about that? And what was your experience of that? Yeah, I agree. Like I, I don't think I've ever stated my intentions like before mm-hmm. you like dating before you have never been like, all right, like, like I'm dating to marry or I'm dating. This is like serious. Like, uh, it's me and you. This is not an open relationship. Like I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, sometimes you get hurt because you don't state your intentions, but yeah. you can't be hurt because you didn't state your intentions. Yeah. You know? So yeah. if whoever you're with goes and starts talking to someone else, it's like, well, the intentions and it wasn't all clear. Yeah. So I think it's important to state, you know, your intentions and what you want in a relationship, mm-hmm. um, what you need and desire and what you expect Yeah. from that person. And if those boundaries are crossed, then you know that that person is not for you. Yeah. So that's a good point. So like, what was maybe your experience? Like when it comes to us saying that, okay, we crossed over into marriage. What, did you see that principle applied as we were dating? Yeah, I know, like, as friends, I was very clear about, like, I don't want to uh, be married or be married for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. But obviously it changed. Yeah. Um, but we were dating, and I think we were very clear, like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if we're going to date, like, this is going to be serious, and we're going to get married. Yeah. You know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think. We made it pretty clear. Yeah. I think the one of the things that I had to respect, even though I did have feelings for you, like when you said, like, you just wanted to be friends, you didn't want to like really date right now. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, dang, like I have to just be her friend. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And we were friends. Like we went, we hung out a lot mm-hmm. and nothing ever, nothing romantic ever happened. Yeah. Honestly, it was just like, side hugs you never came over yeah we always met you know publicly and stuff like that and so like i saw that that was that was like i think in the past like it was like oh she she front you know what i'm saying i'm gonna push up on her a little bit you know let me try to get a response and get close and i was like i couldn't do that I yeah feel like no I, and you and you <laughs> but you set that yeah. you set that boundary for me i didn't feel like i could play with that so and then you're right when we did date it was like I remember our first date at Universal. It was most, it wasn't intense. It was very easy. Yeah, it felt weird. Like, it felt like this was supposed to happen. Like, it was normal. Like, this is a conversation that's supposed to happen if you're dating someone. We were talking about where you see yourself in five years, how many kids you want. What kind (laughs) of ring you you want. What kind of ring you want. What type of wedding you want. And this was our first date. Yeah. Like, dating after being friends for maybe... For three or four months and it was like we were asking these questions but it wasn't weird it didn't feel intense mm-hmm. and i think um a lot of women are scared to put that out there because they don't want to scare the men off right yeah like, that's true like dang girl we just met you know what i'm saying like i ain't mm-hmm. time to talk about marriage right now but that conversation shouldn't scare someone who's your potential off yeah because it didn't scare me off it was like okay it made dating more comfortable it was clear mm-hmm. I didn't feel like you was going to pull a fast one on me. And likewise, like you weren't out to get anything. Yeah. And I think one of the things I thought about was whenever intentions aren't stated, there possibly could be another agenda. Mm. Because if I didn't state my intentions, then what am I in this for? If you never ask me what I'm in this for, you don't know what I'm in it for. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I get what I want, I can be out. And then you're (laughs) like, dang, like you're mad at me. Yeah. But you never asked me my intentions. Man. That is so tough. Ooh, that hits you. You're looking at the sky. I just think about like, dang, I, just, I don't know if I want to go into this, but go, I will. Go. <laughs> I just think about, I might cry. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But dang it. 
(laughs) (laughs) I think about like specifically since I'm a woman, like Mm. when girls are dating guys and, you know, it's partly our faults. It's both sides um, faults. But like you have sex with a guy and then like he gets what he wants and he's gone. Yeah. And then like as a woman, it's like, well, what's wrong with me? Mm. Like, why did he leave? Or like, did I not do something like right? Or, you know, and it like makes you very insecure. Yeah. So, yeah, like I'm sorry to like whoever experiences that. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad you said that. (laughs) That's that's the elephant in the room. Honestly, when it comes to dating is that. He said this, he said that, he makes me feel this way, he makes me feel that way, vice versa, she makes me feel this way. Yeah. She did that. And it's like, for some reason, it's like we we're watching the show the other day, and it's like, as soon as we wake up the next morning, it's like, who are you? It's mm-hmm. like for some reason, like when people cross that line, it's like, okay, like Yeah. The climac the climatic part's kinda over. I don't really like you. Like now it's like mm-hmm. I'm confronted with you as a person. Yeah. And I don't know if I like that. Mm. And then you're now you're just, you know, treated as an object at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's tough. But I think um, our heart goes out to people who've experienced that. And we just pray that they will find some some sense of healing and not feeling alone. Yeah, for sure. Knowing that there are people who understand and hear that out for them. Yeah. So So let's, let's cross over into. Yeah. Dating and marriage. Yeah. Dating and marriage. Yeah. So what's date like? And let me get this out of the way. He and he wanted me to give him his credit. Who? Your boy. Samuel. Sammy. Sammy. He's like, man, make sure you give my credit. But he said a really cool. All right, somebody's out. They're burning out. Um, he said a really cool. Uh, he gave really great advice the other day when he said this quote, and it was it's not even a quote. I hate saying that. He said this. He said you you date as a single to impress but you date in marriage to maintain. And I thought that was like really good because like we, people don't talk about dating and marriage. It's like you get married and you just go to work and you have kids and it's like boring, but it's like, no, like you date in marriage because like you have to continue to grow with your spouse. Mm -hmm. So what has been um, your experience of dating and marriage? Um, like date nights. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, is important like flirting, mm. like keep that same energy. <laughs> oh my god, dang! You're like you got your fingers up, like one. Keep that same energy. Oh shoot! Okay, keep going. Um, but yeah, like even if you, you know, did like have sex outside of marriage, and now you're married, like, mm. um. Cause you know when you're not married, it's like very fleshy. Like, yeah. like you you want to be on them all that the time. Thrill. I know, yeah. But then, like <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're married, it's like, all right, well, let's just get this over with. Yeah, you know. So mm-hmm. like for women, it's like keep the lingerie coming. Like yeah. the the cute like bras and underwears and all mm-hmm. that. Like just keep it coming. You know. Yeah. Like you know, do something like do a little dance for your husband and. You know, keep it she's fresh. Made, she's made me twerk a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. She had me twerking. I'm like, God, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep it. I, I got laundry. I got to keep it spicy. Exactly. Yeah, just keeping it like, I feel like that's kind of like date, like date nights is important and like flowers like yeah. getting like sometimes he'll get my favorite chips or like my favorite candy That's or the equivalent to flowers for her. Yeah. Or a can of Dr. Pepper. I love yeah. Dr. Pepper. Like, like low key. He brought yeah. a Coca-Cola can home and I was like, Oh my God, like it's a Dr. Pepper can. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't. So I had I to drink. You thought about that. <laughs> I had to drink water the for dinner. You gave me a free soda at work. <laughs> I had you to drink soda, water for dinner today. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't see a Dr. Pepper in it though. Yeah, so, like, little things like that is not always sex either. Yeah. And, like, yeah. What about you? Yeah, like, I think, like you said, one of the things about when you're dating and then when you cross over to marriage is that intentionality, like, goes up, like, 100. Like, before, like, the chemicals and the feelings Mm -hmm. and the emotions kind of drove you 
to do a lot of those things. And then, you know, when it comes to marriage, like you won't always get that kick or that boost. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes, like it's just, which I think is the love factor. Like you just got to make the decision yeah, to intentionally create those moments. Like, date, like when we used to go on dates, it was like, oh, you just want to go somewhere tonight? And I was like, yeah. And it was just spontaneous. Now mm-hmm. it's like, we got to plan out a week ahead. We got to make sure we get find somewhere for Zalea to be watched. And then what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. What is our bank account like? Can we do it? Like, mm-hmm. we got to make sure we're not tired. Because yeah. if I work that day, you're watching Zalea. That's draining. She's teething. She's on you all day. And then I'm waving at families in the sun. Like, there's so many things that, you know, you can be like, I don't want to do it. But I think in order to keep your marriage alive, you do have to continually have those date those date nights, and we we like we said December was a tough month for us. Mm-hmm. We had a date night in December, um, towards the end of the year, and it was like super refreshing. Yeah, and we didn't really like. We went to see the new Avatar movie. Yeah, and we went to eat steak and shake in yeah, the car. We, yeah, ate steak and shake <laughs> in the car, and that was like yeah. amazing. Like I really enjoyed that. I felt like we like reconnected and mm-hmm. we bonded, and I felt like it was. I feel like we were like teenagers again, you know? Yeah. Like just spending time together. So dating and marriage and dating to maintain your marriage, I think, is important. And you don't get stuck on, I think we just get stuck on dating. That's like people are addicted to dating. Mm. We're addicted to the feeling of something new, finding someone new. Yeah. And then as soon as the work kicks in, that's when we kind of bail. Like that's why all these shows all these marriage shows and mm-hmm. love Island, all the islands, love is blind. Like everyone's trying to find a shortcut yeah, to get married, married at first sight. Like everyone's just trying to find these shortcuts to get to marriage because of all the things we listed, but you're going to come to the same hard stop. Like it mm-hmm. takes work. It's difficult. Yeah. It's challenging at times and it's not driven by the emotions and the feelings. Yeah, that's good. So let's do like, I know, like, when we do date nights, it really brings us closer. Mm-hmm. So, like, kind of like the friendship part of, like, marriage. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that, i never forget someone said the highest uh, level of a relationship is friendship. Mm-hmm. As in everything springs from that. Like, it can build to whatever it builds to. But at the end of the day, like, we still got to be friends. You know, like that friendship factor. So like one thing I like is that we can go to the batting cage. You know, we can go shopping. Play just dance. We can play just dance. <laughs> we can play like card games, VR. And in those moments we're just like really best friends. Mm-hmm. Like we just we're just genuinely enjoying each other's because you think about like people's marriages who really hit rock bottom it's really because, and we've experienced it. I'm not just saying outside. It's yeah. that friendship factor died. Mm-hmm. Like we stopped doing things with each other. We stopped having fun together. Stop communicating. Yeah, like we stopped communicating. And- yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I really feel like, I feel like that feeds the dating, that feeds the friendship factor. And that's why it's important to continue dating and marriage. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. Like, the whole friendship thing is important. Like, I really do think you're my best friend. Like, Mm -hmm. I can tell you anything. Yeah. And I'm glad at this point, like, we're at a point where we both could tell each other anything without, Mm -hmm. like, we know each other's heart and our intentions behind what we're saying. Yeah. Even though sometimes we do get offended at what we say, but we come to, like, an understanding, like, later, Mm -hmm. which I love. And, you know, I think just being friends and being married is like cool it's the best yeah so like if we think about that and rewind into dating that period of being friends and getting to know each other kind of carries more value because if we're when we first met we were friends Mm -hmm. not understanding once we got married we still had to be friends Mm. So, like, looking back, I would probably, and I cherished it, but I think I would have been more intentional with cher- cherishing, like, us just talking without me, like, under, like, the like being horny or, like, oh, man, like, <laughs> I just want to, like, you know, yeah, 
you know, get down, whatever. But I'm actually able to enjoy, you know, your presence. Yeah. And learn you without being under that, you know, on those things, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I cherish that more. And yeah. I'm glad we got to spend that time because once you get that release, and it's like, all right, well, I kind of don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you mm-hmm. don't ever want to come to that. And so, yeah, I think that friendship part is is really important. That's a good question. So what would you tell a person that's been dating and, like, been on apps and has tried mm-hmm. everything, like, in the dating world and, like, nothing's working out? Like, what would you say? Yeah, I would first say um, that life isn't based off of who gets to this first or whoever gets to marriage or whoever gets to that wins. Mm-hmm. I think life is a matter of what's your path. And your path is the best for you. So I, a friend of mine, I was talking to her the other day and, you know, she was like, yeah, like I wanted to be married by, you know, this age. Mm-hmm. And she's past that age. And I was like, well, you could be married. Mm-hmm. You might not have been happy, but there's a reason you're not married. You could be married and you chose to say no to a certain person or you chose not to be in this situation. Mm-hmm. And so here you are, you're in a great place, but you could be. And so it's that reality of, yeah, you could be married. Yeah. But you are where you are for a reason. And so embrace that path and try not to look at life as a destination, but as a journey. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's, there's amazing things and there's this journey before you get to that place, which could be tomorrow, could be next year or 10 years. It doesn't matter. Um, and then it's okay to monitor the content you take in. Like if you know, like you're in a place of singleness. Mm-hmm. Like, don't overwhelm yourself with a bunch of content of people. Yeah, that's fast. You know, like with somebody, or, or at least making it look unrealistic. Like, I'm all for being around other married couples because we were, because mm-hmm. you learn. But for people who are just mushy, mushy, and life is perfect, and I'm finally with somebody, like, no. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to be sensitive with that content. But I would say, like, it's your path. Your story is amazing. You're amazing. And I heard a story. I heard a song today by Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. called Flowers. And there's a quote she said. And I was like, okay, Miley. And the quote said in her chorus, I can love me better than you can. Mm. I could buy, it's called Flowers. She said, I could buy myself flowers. Yeah. I can hold my own hand. Mm-hmm. I can love me better than, than you can. And that's a, true. Yeah. Even for me now. Yeah. The, even now. Yeah. So just remember like, Somebody can be loving you, but you can be loving yourself more than anybody else ever can, even yeah. when they do come around. What would you say to the married couple who's been married either for a year or 10 years, but they're kind of struggling getting back into dating each other within marriage? What would you say to them? I would say, you know, try like step by step, like try a date night. Or, like, Mm. even things that you guys used to do for fun. Mm. Like, see if anything sparks there. Like, if you used to go to a certain restaurant, like, every week or, you know, try going there, you know, for date nights or whatever. And um, as far as, like, like intimacy is important, Mm. too. Like, spark something back up there. Like, try, um, like, there's married couple games there's yeah. cards there's even books on where you can um ask each other questions which yeah, that like can expectation cards are cool too yeah i left a link on the last episode okay. on all that I stuff you did that okay or the episode before the last nice. but yeah i'll do it again here but okay um yeah like try different things mm-hmm. um also like marriage counseling that always helps too yeah, like we did because there could be like bitterness or there could be something that your spouse did that you haven't shared, but they don't know about. Yeah. And that could just be something that has, um, just kind of ruined how you guys interacted before. Yeah. So it could be many things. So just try out, you know, things that may spark up. Yeah. That, that love again. Yeah. So, and I think for both parties, give it time. Yeah. It won't happen overnight. Yeah. Like I, I think we're now, we're now challenged to move at the pace of our phones. Mm -hmm. Like we are challenged to date at the pace of our phones. Swipe, 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 swipe. Like Mm -hmm. same thing with marriage. Like, well, they're doing well. How can we look like that? And it's like, 
I think overall, put those timelines away and allow yourself to be human. Yeah. I think that's great. But baby, we're going to wrap this up. I mean, woo, 50 minutes. This is the longest one? Yeah. My bad. Nah, this is good. Like, I feel like <laughs> this there's, is still, good stuff, there's still stuff like we want to talk about. Like, we want to talk about hookup culture. And, yeah, I had to like stop them. Like, yeah, I was like, but I we can talk really about this and this and this. You're able to talk about that. Yeah, like, anyways, y'all know what it is out there. And I hope that everyone was able to relate um, mm-hmm. to something and like get something out of this. I'm encouraged by listening to it, just talking to you about these things. Yeah. And um, I really have faith in people who are out there dating. And this really difficult time of dating with online dating and apps and hookup culture, I really feel like some people are going to come out on top and overcome. And I really believe some marriages are going to be restored just by doing the small things. We can't wait for y'all to get married because we love to go to weddings. So Yes. <laughs> we, got, we got one on our fridge now, but we can use some more. Yeah. We just love receptions. <laughs> Yeah. Because we, we can get nasty on the dance floor and not be judged. <laughs> oh, my God. Get twerked on. So. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, uh, we, yeah, so we're here at the end of the, epi- or the episode. Yeah. yeah. So we just want to close out and just thank you guys for. I thought you were about to pray out. <laughs> just going to close. I just bow our heads. Father God, we thank you for this <laughs> night. Father God, we just honor you. Drive us home safely, Lord. Uh, we just appreciate you guys for tuning in. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, for always supporting us, for the feedback. Um, I do get like feedback every week from mm-hmm. certain from the same people. Like I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's really encouraging. Yeah. It really is. So thank y'all for that. Appreciate and then whoever else that listens, we appreciate it so much. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Life on Eleven Podcast. DM us, ask us questions, and you can also email us at life on eleven podcast at gmail.com. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Love you. Live life Bye. on the